Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast where we, nope, I don't even know how we say. What do I say? <laughs> I'm your yeah, host. I'm your host. That's correct. That's how we start. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave this in. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We are in Oztober, baby! Which means we're going to be watching two movies who have the exact same plot line. Um, But that's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, If the Wicked movie was out, you know, like it was meant to be for the last 20 years, um, we'd do that. (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Still in production. Um, anyways, today we're doing Wizard of Oz. I guess what we would be the original sort of adaptation, I think, of it, right? Yeah. Great. The original adaptation. If it's not, it is now. <laughs> um, do you have any history with this? I mean, I watched it when I was a child. I don't even know what age, honestly. Um... But I'm, I'm sure at some point in my childhood I watched this movie, probably not from the beginning, uh, because That's not how it was probably it. on television <laughs> when I watched it, and we never <laughs> see things from the beginning on television. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't really have like such a particular special tied to it like it's not like one of the integral movies from my childhood the way that some other um movies are right but i remember it that is i don't know about you (laughs) um i watched it much later in my much later as, as a teen um so i know i knew the song over the rainbow but like just as a song because we did it in choir and mm-hmm. then I mean and then obviously I knew learned that it's from this thing called Wizard of Oz but I didn't watch that until my TCM my Turner Classic Movies obsession when I was like 16 or 17 where I that where that was all I watched and so I think I watched it during that period but also I have a TikTok about this, but um, in grade, I want to say 10 or 11. I'm going to say 10. <laughs> um, we had this like uh, drama festival thing where we'd like put on plays, like students would like pick a play and then direct and whatever. They'd manage everything. But in that specific year, the teachers decided to be very involved in the casting process, but no other part of the process. And um, <laughs> Wizard of Oz was just one of the plays that were going on, and we were all just auditioning. Cast list comes up, and guess who got cast as the fucking yellow brick road, my friend? <laughs> this gal. <laughs> I was cast as an, not even an animate object, something you walk on. That's, you know, next level. So I had to like wear a yellow dress and just like walk around the stage being like, we're, <laughs> we like follow the yellow brick road or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, that wasn't great for my self esteem, but we move. <laughs> um, that is my history with the Wizard of Oz. Oh, God, I already feel what this episode is going to be like <laughs> today. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, it's just, <sighs> it's been a day, right? So, we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, this movie came out in 1939. It's based on the book from 1900. Like, this is an entirely different, <laughs> different millennia from us right now. Yeah. Uh, so, we start off with... Oh must mention Judy Garland is in this movie so I think it came out in the only fact I know about this movie that isn't like tragic is that 
Shirley Temple was one of the people who may have gotten the role or something, or was meant to get the role. Oh, man. Yeah, so she was born in, Judy Garland was born in 1922, and this movie came out in 1935. So, 17-year-old Judy Garland, um, with a very well-trained dog, like this dog is magnificent props to Toto anyway so she lives on a farm in Kansas with her aunt M and uncle Henry there are a few other workers on the farm as well and she seems to have a fair relationship with uh, the various farmhands also this section of the movie is in uh, well it's not it's in sepia tone. so black and white it's kind of sepia yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I love the, the the transatlantic accent that just exists at this time period because they she speaks so quickly and I decided that I can barely understand her <laughs> in the beginning. Apparently, there was a mishap that Toto bit... Well, the dog is very small, but Toto bit one of the neighbors who is a grouchy woman on the leg and the woman has decided to take the dog to the sheriff and Dorothy's very distraught about the entire situation. The dog gets taken by the woman whose name is Almira Gulch and Toto escapes from her bicycle basket and runs home to Dorothy. Dorothy is very pleased to see Toto again and decides that the only solution to prevent Toto from being put down is for them to run away. So they run away from the farm yeah. and meet Professor Marvel who is just like a caravanner um, part of a I think it's part of a, a traveling company or maybe it's just his own company but he looks into a crystal ball and makes the little girl believe that her <laughs> aunt is dying, dying of cancer, <laughs> dying of a broken heart he's like close your eyes or something he takes <laughs> Her basket looks through it, takes the picture, is like, okay. And is like, there's a picket fence and this a lady and she's like, Oh, that must be my art at my aunt M and he's like, Emily And she's like, Yes, that's it. Like, <laughs> you know, he's doing the thing of like, um, the mentalist where he's just like I'm guessing these things because I'm smart, but no, not really. Um, it's just deduction. And yet, he's like, oh, 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 look at her. She's crying. Oh, no. Oh, she's holding her heart. Oh, oh, no, she's collapsed. Oh, she's heartbroken heart. She, <laughs> like, throughout that, Dorothy's like, ah, what do you mean? I need to go back. And so she leaves without her picture. She decides to leave, but a tornado is th this whole intro is very contrived but <laughs> there's a tornado that's uh happening i just skipped over somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow oh that's true i just completely just blew past it like a tornado so like this is around the time when she's starting to run away before she meets the traveling mentalist guy um and she's just mm -hmm. like I wish there was a place, blah, 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 blah. And that's when she sings. I swear I can sing on pitch. <laughs> I just do not do. <laughs> we, we know. We, we, we accept that about you. So, the tornado, or in the score known as Cyclone, the tornado approaches. Aunt Em is calling for Dorothy, but Dorothy is nowhere to be found. The horses are running wild. Everyone's looking for shelter. The farmhands and Henry open the storm cellar to, to, to go down and protect themselves. They have to drag Em in. Dorothy approaches and is calling for Aunt Yem, but Aunt Yem's down in the storm cellar. She has the sense to head towards the storm cellar. I'll give her that. Like, she goes through the house and then goes to the storm cellar, but they've locked themselves in, so she can't get in, so she has to go back into the house. 
Toto under her arm trying to seek shelter and then the wind blows in the window and she gets conked in the back of the head and she passes out and this whole thing is a dream sequence <laughs> and the thing is if you miss that pivotal information in the beginning like I think I did when I first watched it you're just sort of like like I just thought it started from the Technicolor bit. I did not know there was a part before. Oh, okay. I was like, "Doesn't somewhere over the rainbow?" I was like, "Doesn't the song come from this movie?" But I'm watching the movie and the song isn't in it. I don't understand. But <laughs> it already happened. It, it, it comes so, in right at the beginning. Then we have the tornado cyclone sequence, where the house is picked up and spun. And Dorothy um, sees the the wicked lady who was taking Toto transform into a wicked witch on a broomstick rather than a bicycle. And everything's flying around. And then the house crash lands into a world of technicolor. I mean, this is probably such a stupid question. But, like, <laughs> do you reckon her actual world is sepia tone? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just a meant to show, like... Like a whole... Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. The it, cinematography thing. Cool, 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 cool. I just, like, I would yeah, love I, I, the I fact it, for I of it... I would love the fact of it to be, like, everything sepia tone, and she steps into this place, and she's like, oh my god, what is all of this color? <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> Well, she sings a lot I of rainbow. Also and because, have color, so. Fair enough. Yeah, so Technicolor as a thing came out in uh, nineteen sixteen, and I think it started to be popularized in the nineteen twenties. So, like by nineteen thirty nine, it was still Early. it was like still in the process. I think of like gaining popularity I think people would want to use it like when when 3d rolled out everyone started wanting to use 3d even though the process wasn't like fully figured out yet Spice and we heard Spike our eyes 3d baby <laughs> that movie sucks but I, love it. I mean <laughs> I, just, I, I just always remember the the ads for it when like she just stuck her hand out into like her claw hand <laughs> out through the screen and I'm just like it wasn't like that <laughs> it, it wasn't really wasn't <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah you're fair that's fair 3D is a thing but I think okay this is like so far removed from what we're meant to be talking about but like 3D now is more like a depth perception thing right because I don't really watch 3D movies yeah okay it's no longer that thing of like it's coming at you it's just like no it could be here but it's just <laughs> far a little bit from you but yes she steps out of the house right at the beginning of this movie. yes she steps out of the house and it is very pretty everything's cute beautiful and there's like a woman's legs sticking out from under the house but you know that's fine and <laughs> Uh, a woman comes down in a pink bubble after all of these lovely little people uh, begin to come out and like see what happened. We get introduced to Glinda, uh, the Good Witch of the North, which in the novel is like two separate people. Like the Good Witch of the North and the Good Witch of the South. I think Glinda is the Witch of the South and there's a different Witch of the North, but they just... I don't know made her the witch of the north and it's just one person um which like makes little sense but when you think about the fact that they're like you killed the wicked witch of the east there is still the wicked witch of the west and it's like then where's the fourth witch and they don't talk about her that's very sad but yeah we get the famous when i don't think yes. we're in tech type mm -mm, no no those are not the words uh, <laughs> 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 They are not the words <laughs> at all, no. <laughs> I don't think we're in Kansas anymore or whatever, Toto. 
Um, I was going to say Texas, and I was like, nope, that's not the place. It's <laughs> south, but not there. Anyways, Glinda comes down. So Glinda's song. There's a, there's a bunch of little songs that happen. There's Come Out, Come Out, and there's It Really Was No Miracle, which talks about her like dropping the house on the Wicked Witch of the East. And then... Um, it's a couple singing we thank you very sweetly and then it's ding dong the witch is dead it, it just all kind of flows into each other and I wish they had just made it one song okay all at of this point I was like I don't know if I remember anything that happens up until ding dong the witch is dead like everything else I'm just like oh okay <laughs> this is happening oh okay this is happening it's like six minutes but like come out come out no 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 the young lady <laughs> Glinda, um, on behalf of the Munchkins, is trying to figure out if she's a good witch or a bad witch. Dorothy says that she's no witch. Um, Dorothy uh, <laughs> is very disturbed at the at the fact that she murdered someone. Which fair, fair. <laughs> Glinda convinces her that it's fine, and the Munchkins praise <laughs> her. And are just very grateful in general mm. <laughs> for her having released them from the evil of the Wicked Witch. Like, a lot happens, and I think it's just, like, <laughs> all of the songs that could possibly... Like, because it's not even full songs. It's, like, they're all, like, 30 yeah. seconds long. Like, the entirety of the sequence would make up a song. <laughs> exactly. But, like, at the same time, it's, like... The amount of them should, is like the amount of songs that should be maybe in the musical itself, but who knows, whatever. <laughs> then we have the sudden appearance of the Wicked Witch of the West. You look uh, suspiciously like that other lady that took Toto. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess. She appears, she is very upset that her sister has been killed, which fair. But she's, <laughs> she has a fairly civil conversation with Glinda. <laughs> just like, this, this, these choices are very interesting to me because she comes down and all the munchkins lie on the ground like they can't afford to get themselves back up again. And she's just like civilly talking with Glinda and Glinda's just like, oh, hi. <laughs> you know, like, uh, don't forget the slippers and then because she, she's already magicked the slippers onto Dorothy's feet and I was like why are you interfering this much <laughs> what is so special about these slippers she has placed the slippers onto Dorothy's feet um, the wicked witch of the east's feet roll up under That's the house so fucking terrifying like, if you're a kid and you're watching that and just to see these feet roll up. Ah! That's such <laughs> body horror. I don't. Anyway. I mean, everyone has to get a little bit of trauma <laughs> in their childhood from a film. Sure. You either decide whether it comes from the Dark Crystal or the Wizard of Oz. You pick one. <laughs> or if it's me, you watch a Saw movie at the age of 10. But, you know. Why would you do that? I don't know. Well, God. no, I do know. The, my brother and his friends were watching it, and then um, we were, like, at a friend's house, and I just, like, snuck up behind at the back and just watched it from the back of the room without anyone noticing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> of course, because we're following the the film logic um the witch does not get mad at glinda for you know for magicking the magic. shoes onto her she gets mad at dorothy and uh Sawyer's vengeance i mean dorothy did drop a house on her sister so i suppose if not for the house then this wouldn't be happening but um <laughs> dorothy is like i much like the TikTok, I want to go home, please. <laughs> so <laughs> Dorothy uh, really wants to just go back to Kansas with her dog, and Glenda's like, "Oh well, you know, I don't really have the the I don't have the facilities for that." But <laughs> yes, TikTok. The Wizard of Oz in the Emerald City might be able to help you, and 
Dorothy's like, how do I get to the wizard? And Glinda tells her to follow the yellow follow brick the road. Yellow brick road. And the munchkins all tell follow her to the follow yellow the yellow brick, brick road in succession while follow she takes the yellow brick road. <laughs> every two steps. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is she? And also, why does she... she go around in a circle. Yeah, that's how to see that. Because the yellow brick road is in a spiral at first. It like starts in a spiral and then like goes into like being a proper road. And, like, it's not, like, a spiral in which I you can't tell that, like, there is where the road actually begins. But she's like, oh, follow the yellow brick road? Let me start right in the middle of the spiral. <gasps> oh, so stupid. I love it. <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's just meant to be, like, whimsy. Just like, of course she follows it around in a circle. That's fine. If ever, ever, ever was there was the wizard of us is one because 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 of the wonderful things he does. You're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of us. And that comes back very frequently. So. Dorothy begins her path down the yellow brick road to the Emerald City. The first one that she encounters is the Scarecrow. Yeah. Who, like a uh, initially... Follow the yellow brick road? Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> Where do I go now? Or something like that. Which is bull, because it's it, it's literally meant to be that the, 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 the yellow brick road is the road that leads to the Emerald City. Why would right. it split? <laughs> it's anyway. One's a scenic route. But yes, the scarecrow um, initially pretends that he's not doing anything, um, even though he's trying to give her directions. I don't know why he's trying to trick her. But <laughs> eventually they get to talking, and he. Well, she... I don't remember exactly what their conversation was. Uh, but I mean, she, she's like more incentive telling... to just watch this film again if you never watch it. <laughs> um, she's basically just being like, she's going to the um, Emerald City. She's trying to get there or whatever, and he's like, you know, sure. <laughs> I don't have a brain, so I don't know what any of this means. Um, and she's like, no, I'm trying to get to the wizard so he can get me home. And he's like, oh. What if, do you think you could give me a brain? And she's like, I don't know what the harm would be or whatever. Or maybe that conversation happens straight after he... No, no, that is, that is true. Because she was like, you, you'd be no worse off than you already are. And I'm just like, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. And since he's like, I could wild away the but, hours, uh, confer with the flowers, blah, 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 blah. They got away with using the same two songs for the majority of a film. You realize that, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Like they just reused the shit out of a melody, and just oh what? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I mean, because it's literally. If I only had a brain, we're off to see the wizard. If I only had a heart, we're off to see the wizard. If I only had the nerve, we're off to see the wizard. That is how <laughs> this goes. <laughs> yeah, but see, whereas in movies that shall not be named, that irritated me. <laughs> Here, I don't I mind it. I literally was just thinking about it. I was thinking that I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> change the lyrics of the one song right and I don't know it doesn't uh, feel I don't know to me personally it doesn't feel as tiring and exhausting I I love that I, I, I just held that in and then it came up anyway <laughs> it's, it's no oh my god but also but if yes, you're listening to this and you have 
absolutely no idea what we're talking about. You know, just go down our like episodes and listen. Just go back to last October. It it'll be incredibly obvious. <laughs> it'll be incredibly obvious when you listen to it. So, so the the scarecrow joins Dorothy on the mission to go see the wizard so she can get home and he can get some brains. Mm-hmm. On their way to the wizard, they pass through um uh like it's like an orchard and Dorothy feeling hungry decides to try to get some apples, but the trees are alive. So terrifying. <laughs> the, terrifying. She tries to she, <laughs> she tries to pick an apple and the tree starts to argue with her. And the scarecrow uh, declares that the way to get apples is to harass the trees so that they pick off their fruit and throw it at you. Which, A plus, brilliant. (laughs) While collecting the thrown fruits, Dorothy comes upon the foot of what appears to initially be a statue, but is in fact a man made of tin the tin man the tin woodman the tin man um who is frozen in a position of holding up an axe for i think he said he was like that for a year or something i don't know yeah. and he's like oil but oil oil can and she's like oil can and i'm like i would not have heard that <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> but you know yeah they proceed to release his mouth and then his joints and Dorothy's worried about hurting him but he's just so happy to be able to move again which my god the body horror the actual <laughs> like you're just stuck in that one place for a year fully conscious and aware but unable to move and like you can barely speak and like ah actually horrible (laughs) that's so uncomfortable with the thought that that is a thing but yeah he's released and in in according to this plot line the the tin man was built but was forgotten to be given a heart and he wants one so he sings about him wanting a heart <laughs> and they agreed to have him come on the journey to get him a heart from the wizard because Dorothy's going to get home and the scarecrow is going to get a brain I surprisingly knew most of the lyrics of If I Only Had a Heart whereas I knew like maybe half of the lyrics of If I Only Had a Brain and almost none of the lyrics of If I Only Had the Nerve. So, like, as I was, like, watching it, I was, like, singing along, and I was like, oh, okay, why do I know these words? For me, because I hear the same melody so many times, my brain is just like, I don't know any of these words at all. So they all go off to see the wizard again. Then they start to... I mean, we're cutting back uh, and forth in between... uh, watching the witch who's been like following along on their journey she before they went off again made herself known in appearance she was like on the rooftop and like threatening the scarecrow with like fire and just just being a menace to society honestly she was basically like you help her your life was gonna suck i'm gonna make your life suck (laughs) And they're like, but <laughs> we just we just want our own things. And she's like, no, don't fucking help her. <laughs> Throws a fireball at the scarecrow, which the Tin Man um, extinguishes or whatever. But like, it it, it you know, it's very like um, lone sharky of her, <laughs> um, or like TV lone version of a lone shark. I have no idea what like. Lone Shark is like in real life. The TV version of a Lone Shark. Of, of like, I will, I will injure everything around you and everything. So, yeah, that's how I saw it. So, uh, once she leaves, uh, 
they go off together and they enter into a deeper part of the forest I get I guess they start worrying about what is there lions and tigers open and bears is lions and tigers yeah Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! And they start getting into a rhythm. Oh my! And comes up <laughs> with his like, um, what's his name? Um, oh fuck! Wait, 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 wait! Give me a second. Snagglepuss, the Snagglepuss okay. of it all. <laughs> put him up! Put him up! <laughs> like it's the same cadence. Yeah, it's inspired by. It's inspired by the um, the cowardly lion. That's it. Stay Put them on. Put them on. Oh, man. <laughs> I miss Snagglepuss. <laughs> 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 I think I used to... I think I used to get him in the Pink Panther... Um, confused. Confused. Yeah. Like, not because... Just not because they're, they're like pink. Because they're pink. Yeah, pink. <laughs> but the lion appears. And it is so threatening to the the tin man and to 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 the scarecrows like like i'll beat you both together i'll beat you with one hand tied behind my back can't even think it's like he's he's ruling he's got it all it's like i'll eat the dog he doesn't say that but that kind <laughs> of temperament and then dorothy seeing her dog get threatened um comes out and like Bops him on the nose and he starts to cry. And I was like, this really is the fantasy of a child. <laughs> <laughs> because in what world? In what world, Dorothy? And then he's like, you coward. How dare you? You come here and you scare everything that's smaller than you. A little girl, a little dog, a scarecrow. Nah, nah, nah. And he's like, you're right, I am a coward. <laughs> which i mean he came out with enough bravado that i don't think that is even true but sure i guess he gets stage fright at some point he's Um, like "Ooh, actually i'm being perceived um (laughs) (laughs) before i was just in my head but now that i know the eyes are actually on me stage fright But yes, his his song is "If I Only Had the Nerve," which um, ends with "If I Only Had a Brain, a Heart, a Home, the Nerve, or the Noive." And they all agreed to go to the wizard to get him some courage, and then they're off to see the wizard again. <laughs> yes, I just I'm just like it's the same thing three times, which I guess makes it lucky. So. They're going off, but they're being watched by the witch through her little uh, crystal ball looking glass thing. Um, the flying monkeys are there. You know, I, I realized she doesn't say fl- she doesn't say fly my pretties. Is that like a mandala effect <laughs> thing? You know, like how it's Luke, I am your father. Right. But it's not actually that in the movie. The public conscious decided that Fly My Pretties was a thing. I think it's probably a combination of that line of like, I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. And the fly, fly, fly. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about something that happens so far later in the movie <laughs> anyway. Right now she's just watching them progress. And she decides that the way to slow them down is to have them encounter something with poison with poison uh, to make them sleep yes sleep so poppies poppies so she conjures a, a, a poppy field and they I say they but it's uh, Dorothy and the lion that fall prey to the, the wilds of the poppies because the scarecrow and the tin man don't need to breathe <laughs> sure. They don't. That's I why know. they're fine. I, <laughs> I don't know. That sentence just tickled me. So the Tin Man is so upset at the predicament of his friends falling asleep that he starts to cry, and then the Scarecrow is like, "Don't cry. You'll rust yourself." Um, 
and they like, start shouting for help. The liquid coming from? Question mark. I don't know. It looks like he's crying oil. Which, if it's oil, then he's not gonna rust himself. But if it but isn't, I don't know. Where is the water coming from? Questions for <laughs> <laughs> questions for the writers. They start shouting for help, even though, like three seconds before they that they say it's a, it's a, it's not a good idea because no one's around to hear them. But they shout for help anyway, and Glinda of course hears them, because I guess Glinda is watching too, because she has that time, and makes it snow. What that does to the poppies, I don't know, but it it allows them to wake up. But they continue their journey to the Emerald City. At the gates of the Emerald City. <laughs> They encounter the doorman who says that the doorbell is broken and for them to knock even though they use the doorbell to summon the doorman in the beginning. The merry old land of Oz is like in the background. Yeah, I don't know what they I think it's that one. So in Oz, there's all these fantastical things. They find a horse of another color, which is literally a horse that changes color. They get all primped and uh, proper. Uh, the lion gets um, a little bow. The tin man gets all shot up. Uh, the scarecrow gets new straw. Dorothy no longer has the little twisty braids anymore. Now she has flowing, free-flowing curls. Um, which I didn't even realize was a hairstyle change that happened until now. <laughs> but she's got the curls, um, the fur on her face, and then they go to see the wizard, even though initially he tells them to go away. But she's wearing the ruby slippers, so she can go, and her entourage as well, after the lion um, sings a little ditty while they're waiting. Um, called if i were king of the forest <laughs> if i were king of the forest i can't, I can't even do <laughs> oh, the, yes, the that shit that he did with his voice <laughs> i don't know how or whatever I don't know what I, that yeah, is yeah I, la- but... I laughed I, I remember very distinctly <laughs> being like oh I didn't remember this <laughs> for oh, can't do it <laughs> oh, we, we'll, we'll just leave that to Bert Lahr I think Bert Lahr is probably the only person that can do that but yes, he sings that, and then they are let into the chambers of the Wizard of Oz, which is a very large room, and there's like a projection of the head of a man. Um, just a head, nothing else, and there are flames everywhere. After they walk through this real long tunnel, just, it's spectacle. Dorothy proceeds to ask for the thing that she's come to ask for and he's like no well yes but do this for me first <laughs> so they're tasked to bring back the broom of the wicked witch of the west which essentially was like go die <laughs> was his was yeah his words. go die and they're like okay I guess <laughs> so they're trying to plot their way to get to the witch's castle. The witch is watching them as they approach with their mallets and nets and what have yous. And she's watching them and then she tasks the... Like, they're trying to get to your house. So the solution is to bring them to your house. Um, I don't understand. But she kidnaps uh, Dorothy with the flying monkeys and Toto, and I say and Toto, Toto is also kidnapped, not that Toto was there to capture Dorothy. (laughs) So she plots to, she plans to like kill her for having the slippers still. It's it's still still an issue. She still wants the shoes. 
this is the part where I kind of realized that I had been watching the movie for over an hour and I, I was like not a lot happens in this movie yeah yeah I think my moment that moment was... for me happened um at the poppies where I was like it's been a while <laughs> all that's really happened <laughs> is she's encountered three beings and um they've all decided to go to the wizard but they've yet to reach the wizard and you know move on from this part of the story but Toto being the escape artist that he has been proven to be does what he did in the original version of the world and escapes from the hands of the woman who plans to murder him I mean he does he did it before it was foreshadowing what he did Um, (laughs) true he runs back to the um, the lion and the scarecrow and the tin man and they make sense of him being there as like it's not a trap. Toto's come to lead them to where Dorothy is. She's in the castle where they were going to anyway so you know nothing has really changed. <laughs> I swear. Some guards ambushed them but they reversed the ambush so that they can get the clothes of the guards. Meanwhile, Dorothy and the witch are just having like a. I say they're having a chit chat. Really, Dorothy's being threatened. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, do what to do. The the three come in, and they release Dorothy, and the witch is present. And there, gosh, she has like these like. Besides the flying monkey, she has like these green, like orcish looking guards as well. And they get uh, chased around and like sent on a wild chase around. But like, I, she has them all running in a line, and I don't know why they don't split up. Like, this is nonsense. The chase that happens with the, the five, the four, well, the four of them and the dog. But Scarecrow manages to look at a a, a line and drop a chandelier on them. It's nonsense. The witch and the guards corner them and the witch sets fire to her broom, mind you. I feel like that is a precious commodity that you wouldn't just like set fire to the end of your broomstick to, to I, I don't know. Still. But she sets fire to the broomstick in order to set fire to Scarecrow and because he's on fire, Dorothy takes a pot of water, which a bucket of water lying around when you know that your weakness is water not wise still she throws <laughs> the water to out scarecrow and it splashes onto the wicked witch and she starts to melt and we get the famous i'm melting i'm melting oh what a world so now that the wicked witch is dead the people who were under her once again rejoice in the fact that she is gone can't trust nobody in these Ding dong. What? <laughs> and now they have her broom as proof. So they take it and they go back to see the wizard. I think he doesn't want to let them in initially. Yeah. They're like, Which... he's like, come back <laughs> next week or something like that. And he's like, what? Mm. No, <laughs> very much not. <laughs> yeah, they get in, and he's just like, uh, I haven't decided what it is I'm gonna do or whatever. And just like, give me some time. She's like, I wanna go home, man. Um, and Toto runs <laughs> off <laughs> to a curtain at the side, and we get the famous line Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> he is revealed as a normal a normal man everyone's upset because they're not going to get the things that they were told that they would get like they risked life and limb on a, with a person who had like actual magic and had shown them that they could potentially be killed by them to get this thing for someone who has no magic at all which like and he for a second, let's think about how sadistic that is as a man, grown man, <laughs> sending a child <laughs> a child and two inanimate objects and an animal to a witch with powers on a mission, on a death mission, 
Like, how sadistic just to hide his, like, and I get it. Like, you know, he has a whole persona to maintain. But, like, Mm -hmm. where's the line, man? (laughs) These are innocents. What's wrong with you? The thing is, they forgive him. He's like, oh, you don't need a, a brain. Every animal has a brain. And of course you've displayed a brain. Here, have have this sheet of paper that says you're a PhD. What also, the fuck is that about? Why and then, do you have that? Because <laughs> it's just like a degree that doesn't exist for like having a brain or like big brain, big brain energy kind of thing. He's just like, here you go. Why does he have that? Like he has things he has things for all of them and they just let him talk to them and believe him and let they just accept it like if if i risk life and limb and somebody gives me a, a clock heart i would be pissed <laughs> off honest to god yeah still um they get representations of things that they already have even though they didn't have physical representations of them before it's like you already care you're already smart you already have bravery like you have self-preservation instincts that's not being a coward that's being wise (laughs) (laughs) which fair enough and Dorothy's one was just like about me (laughs) I can't get like a cute little sticker that says I'm home now (laughs) That's, that's not it the wizard reveals himself to have been a a person from Kansas who had been uh, blown into a fantasy world by not being able to control a hot air balloon but he still has a hot air balloon and so he decides well you know maybe it's time that I went home I'll take you with me but he still doesn't know how to drive the, the balloon so when it comes to the departure the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Lion are all there and they're releasing the- and they're reluctant to see Dorothy go. But they've but also been deputized to now be leaders of the city without rule, any of anyone rule else's. the city. <laughs> like, nobody else Jesus. is consulted in this decision. He's just like, hey, here are some people that y'all have never met or you met for like two seconds like a little while ago. Um, they've barely met for two seconds (laughs) they haven't been traveled they've been traveling that day like they were Dorothy was like come back tomorrow no I want to go that means they've been traveling together for what six hours (laughs) the fuck (laughs) and now they get to rule the city together (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like ooh I don't know about that decision um (laughs) And Toto runs away for the hundredth time, which is what yeah, makes he Dorothy spots a like cat. The, um, the air balloon, hot air balloon. And because he has no control over it, he doesn't know how to stop it when it starts going. So it goes without him, and he's like, "Well, nope, sorry, can't help you. Bye, <laughs> farewell to the people of like, just completely." I'm like, "You're such a dick. You're." So such a dick wow no he fully sucks (laughs) like unbelievably so now Dorothy is left and everyone's like well you know you didn't you could stay here with us which is like very sweet but again you've known each other for less than a day (laughs) how about we slow the rolls here Glinda appears again and Glinda uh, arrives Seeing that she can't get home and Glinda's like, oh, you had the power to go home all the time. I'm like, Glinda, Glinda. (laughs) She's like, but you wouldn't have believed me. And I'm like, trust me, trust me. You give me instructions (laughs) and say, even if I don't believe it, you know, even if I'm like, at first I'm like, "Mm, don't know about this. The thing is, Dorothy would have believed her. Glinda told her father the yellow brick road and to a T, she went round a spiral (laughs) to follow that brick road. I'm pretty sure if she said, click your heels together and you'll go home, she'd be like, yeah, done and done. (laughs) Oh, so useless. Anyway, something, I don't know. I don't know what she really to learn what of this, to be honest. <laughs> to learn know. how to melt witches. A I don't, skill that she won't be needing anyway. past this moment, but you know, whatever. 
she tells Dorothy to to click her heels together three times, and Dorothy says goodbye to all of them, and she'll miss the scarecrow the most. Why I don't know, but because <laughs> he's the first one. She I feel met. like she should. <laughs> she spent like I feel like she should be missing the, the tin. She. Sh- she should be missing the Tin Man most of all. He like cried over her so many times. Anyway, she taps her heels together and then repeats there's no place like home and everything begins to spiral back out into sepia. She wakes up and she's in her bed and Auntie M is there and Uncle Henry's there and you were there and you were there and the strange Marvel man, <laughs> fortune like, teller man. I was worried about her, so I followed her there. home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was—he was probably worried about her because there was a tornado, and he just realized that he sent a little girl <laughs> off no, to no, go no, home by herself in a like tornado. The <laughs> of like a man being like, <laughs> I was worried about this little girl. So I followed her all the way home. It's just a little suspect, but you know, this is all very innocent. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the the entire movie is suspect, but <laughs> still, after realizing that she's home now, and uh, even though going to this place was wonderful, there's no place like home, and the movie's over. Yeah, that is the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Get into our ratings, uh, starting off with music and choreography. The choreo uh, in, in the film is only complicated for Munchkinland, and Munchkinland is great. <laughs> they, got, they got ballerinas, they got foot soldiers that march in time. Music, I mean, it's created some of the most iconic songs of time present (laughs) so I I don't know if there's a way to the only issue I might have with the music is can we please just declare it the munchkin land sequence and so we don't have like 12 songs (laughs) that are 30 seconds long please Um, like I understand there are gaps but they can fill them in. So for music and choreography, I'll give it a four. Four ruby slippers. Nice. Yeah. I like the songs. <laughs> um, I like to sing them. I don't know what else to say. Uh, all that's been said, Odysseus said. So <laughs> I will give it um, yeah, like 4.25 ruby slippers. So four slippers and a quarter of one. So like just the heel. Story. I mean, it's not terribly complicated. It's it's more like a girl just gets whisked off into which you know is not an uncommon story. Like our protagonist gets whisked off into a fantasy world and then has to try and find their way home. It's very. It's very common, but yeah. I think the way that it's portrayed in the film, um, you get endeared to Dorothy uh, quite easily because she's so young and polite, what have you. But she's she's still a spitfire and she stands up for herself. Well, she stands up for her dog more than anything, but. <laughs> I would say story-wise, it's fairly, it's very, it's really it's very digestible for like a child. Like a child understands. Uh, this is Dorothy. She gets whisked off to a magic place, and now she wants to go home because there's no place like it. Which I think set a terrible trend for all musicals becoming about <laughs> wanting to be home. I'll give it storyline wise a 3.25 yeah that sounds about right 3.25 broomsticks yeah the story is like you said it's not very hard to 
it's like very easy to watch like it's very easy to sort of have playing a little bit in the background because like not much happens and when things happen you can look away from your phone or from your laptop or from whatever you're writing to be like oh action and then like <laughs> for the next 20 minutes spend your time doing something else <laughs> um i mean this is if you're watching it for like not the first time for the first time I don't know. Watch it. Um, but, yeah. The story's fine. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Um, so, I'll give it... Yeah, I'll give it... You know, 3.25 broomsticks. Um, sounds just about right to me. And now, finally, we have... Overall enjoyment. Overall enjoyment, I enjoyed... <laughs> is it so exciting that I absolutely have to watch it again? No. But I can see where it might have gotten all of the praise and status that it has for being what it is. It's just, it's really good. <laughs> Sorry, my, my, my brain is starting to, I'm, I'm getting midnight brain now. <laughs> so yes, I would say... Overall enjoyment, I would give it 3.75 hot air balloons. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's fun. There are parts that are like genuinely funny and stuff. Like, I feel like if you'd well, if you watched it, you would enjoy. I don't know who you are listening to this, but I feel like <laughs> you may have a fun time watching it, um, at least for the first time. Um, I'm not saying that watching it multiple times makes it less fun. I still had fun this time watching it. So, with that in mind, I will give it 3.75 hot air balloons. You know we have obsessions. Obsessions that we like to tell. That's it. That's the whole song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a section where we either tell you news relating to theater or musical theater um, or things that we're obsessed with. Um, And I guess I'll start. I want to let y'all know (laughs) that the fates of Hadestown are releasing a Christmas album. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, (laughs) I'm excited. Is what I is all I can say. <laughs> I saw the thing they're doing a Christmas album, Hades Town, the Fates, the Fates of Hades Town are doing a Christmas album. I don't know how many times I can say this, but you know, <laughs> I'm just really excited. Okay, um, and also I can tell um, Marisha Wallace, who I've mentioned before on the podcast. Um, she played um, Effie White in Dreamgirls, Becky in um, Waitress, um, both of these are West End shows, and she was going to play um, Motormouth Mabel, right? That's her name? Motormouth mm-hmm. Mabel? That, that, um, that is... From Hairspray. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um... And she was going to play her on, uh, from on the West End as well, until all of this happened. So, anyway, she has released her album tomorrow. Um, the 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 name of the album is tomorrow. Not that I was using <laughs> past tense to describe <laughs> something that's coming out in the future. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds really funny to me. Um, I'm loopy. It's, yeah, it is called Tomorrow, and it, it's, it's out. It's very late. <laughs> it came out on Friday, which is not today anymore. Um, but yeah, I think you should give it a listen. I haven't listened to it yet, but I can tell you that it probably sounds amazing, because she's, she's amazing. Um, so yeah, Marshall Wallace, Tomorrow. What about you? 
well, mine isn't much of an obsession. It's more uh, just letting people who might be interested know. Uh, Willow a musical, um, any musical. Uh, you might have to if you're if you're looking it up. Type in uh, Willow Averno. That's A V E R N O. Uh, because it's set in a uh, universe, it spans a few generations. I don't know a whole lot about the universe. Like, d bear with me, I barely know. <laughs> but um, this is actually something I came across from TikTok. So uh, I'm I'm gonna assume that our listeners have TikTok or don't. That covers everyone. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying. But if you do have TikTok, uh, I think uh, one of the people on there, Abigail Writes Musicals, is one of the accounts you can follow. You can look it up. Um, it's on Spotify. Give it a listen and let us know what you think about it. It's a new musical. It's written by um, 16, 17 year old, 15 year olds, things like that. Um, they've been signed to a Broadway deal. Uh, excited for them. See what happens with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you... that's, that's really all. Yeah. If you are into musicals and are an avid user of TikTok, you might know of Abigail. Ab Abigail. Um, she's done, written um, a musical about Marie Antoinette and a musical about two, called Two Maidens, I think, about like lesbians from ye old days or whatever. And they like write letters to each other and stuff. And some of the songs I've listened to and they're really good. So, yeah. You should probably give a listen. But a thing that just popped into my head um, is that, <laughs> again, sorry if you don't use TikTok. Um, but no, actually, this isn't exclusively a TikTok thing because I didn't discover this on TikTok. But um, if you know of the Taylor Louderman competition thing called um, Write Out Loud, where they like get you, where they get people to write songs from either already made shows or shows that they're making or whatever and they send them to Taylor Lauderman and the team and they pick them out and whatever and Broadway um, actors sing those songs um, they've done so in, in a I want to say previous year um, and one of those songs was Little Miss Perfect from um, 13 Reasons Why a Song Cycle um, and that became really popular on TikTok fairly recently. And mm -hmm. that is getting its own show, um, is a thing that I learned not too long ago. Um, so the writer, whose name I do not want to get wrong, Jariah Kwame. Um, and so he, it's said that he's going to write a whole show sort of based off of that, I guess. If you're interested mm -hmm. in that, if you're not sure what I'm referring to, um, it's the sound that goes like straight hair, straight A, straight forward, straight path, I don't cut corners. And this is like the template is that people say what applies to them, I guess. We all know that I only really know this because of the Taylor Outerman song that she sang once. And <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, that's kind of it. <laughs> So that does bring us to the end of the show. Uh, thank you for listening. If you would like to follow us on social media, on, ooh, I was supposed to say TikTok, we don't exist there. On Twitter and Instagram, we are TMM, TMM Podcast. On Tumblr, we're tell me more, tell me more <laughs> podcast.tumblr.com. Uh, you can email us about anything, musical theater related, you wanna suggest some things, Tell us some stories. I don't know. Whatever. Um, ask us questions. Who knows? Uh, you can reach us on our um, email account. Tell me more. Tell me more. Podcast at gmail.com. 
Um, we do have a Patreon with a couple episodes on there. If you would like to listen to those, it's a very we yeah it's a very like give what you can sort of community so come on over um you can find us at uh, patreon.com slash tmm podcast i believe and thank you for listening to us you can catch us in the next um october episode which is coming in a couple weeks or whatever um until then for tell me more tell me more i've been your host leah and I've been your host, Adicia. And we'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.